0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Catholic Spectrum. I'm your host, Jason Thayer. Each week, we look at topics related to Catholicism, autism, and pop culture. And this week, I will continue my discussion of The Chosen, Season 3, with the third episode, Physician, Heal Thyself. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. Well, Merry Christmas. It's time for another ep- another week of the Catholic Spectrum. And this week, we're looking at episode four of Physician Heal Thyself. Now, unfortunate, now the only thing that's going to be Christmassy about this episode is me saying Merry Christmas the day after Christmas. But hey, according to the Catholic Church, we're still in the Christmas season. The Christmas season doesn't end until Epiphany. So technically, it's still Christmas time. If you were to go to a Catholic Church today... You would probably still hear some Christmas carols. Maybe they play "Good King Wenceslas" since today, t- today happens to be the Feast of Stephen. But you're not here to talk. We're not here to talk about that. In fact, I already talked about that in one epi- In a, I think another episode back. I'm not sure because there's no way to talk about I me mean, because I did an episode on Saint Paul, and you kind of have to talk about the both of them. Anyway. And besides, that's way after Jesus. So let's not talk about that. Anyway, this time... You see, this time around, Dallas Jenkins decided not to have a Christmas episode because technically he had two of them. He did a a pilot for this movie that talked about Jesus' birth and did it from the point of view of a shepherd that was there. And then last season he did an episode called the messenger which was from the point of view of mary and technically because christmas wasn't celebrated in jesus's time we'd have to wait till he was dead for that to happen and even then we'd have to wait several centuries for that um to happen we can't have any more christmas episodes Now, technically speaking, we could have a Hanukkah episode, Jenkins, because Jesus was Jewish, so, and Hanukkah was, I think Hanukkah may have been celebrated in Jesus' time, so, I mean, we know that he celebrated Passover, that's what the Last Supper was. So, technically speaking, I think we could have a Hanukkah episode, Dallas, or maybe you don't want to tick off all your anti-Semitic right-wing fans there. (laughs) okay that was a bad joke anyway let's get started with um, a recap of what was going on uh, although this episode doesn't tie into that this episode is kind of short on things I mean to talk about because really there's really only one scene but I mean, there's only one, one major scene. Um, none of the apostles show up in this particular episode. So it's another one of those. I mean, every once in a while, we get an episode that just focuses just on Jesus without the apostles around. Um, that happened in the first season when Jesus met the children in the third episode. But then that was before the apostles were even called. So, Yeah. Our story, I mean, and we also get to meet some new characters. Um, Jesus goes to visit his mother, and I'm really, and I have, I know I've said this before, but I really like the portrayal of Mary in this show. Um, she's very motherly, and it's almost very Catholic the way they treat her. Anyway, um, so Jesus goes to meet Mary, and he, and they. Have a little talk about which apostles they like best. Jesus, of course, refuses to play favorites, which goes along with the Bible. He didn't have any particular favorites. I mean, yes, he did appoint Peter as leader of the apostles, but that wasn't really favoritism. That was just him seeing which apostle was the best suited for the job. And actually, this season has shown that that Simon is... Showing some signs of his future leadership, um, last episode he was part of the nego- he was part of the discussion for who was going to go where for the mission, um, which is talked about, which is spotlighted here, which is which we do get a recap of that. Um, he tells his mother that he's sent his apostles all on missions. Hope maybe we'll get some episodes where they get some character development because that would be really nice, especially for Judas. Because Judas is very charismatic in this show. I'm liking that so far. Um so the next ep- so the next thing that happens is she does have some favorites actually. Um I think she's she likes all the women. She said that because they're gonna be helping out with uh, the oil making business that Thomas has set up. Um, she also likes I mean and they also help out in other ways too that that 's another reason she likes them. um She also likes Simon the zealot because Simon, because as she puts it, Simon the zealot will protect him um Mary, I got bad news for you. Um, Jesus got rid of simon 's dagger, so Maybe if he's doing his martial arts moves, he could defend him. <laughs> but he won't be using any knives for to do it, because Jesus got rid of that knife. <laughs> ah, well. And we also find out that there will be some new characters, because Mary says that Lazarus, Mary, and Martha... Mentions are going to be at the meeting with the rabbi. And Jesus says that he hasn't seen Laz and Mary and Martha in a long time. And I like that he actually has a nickname for them because it makes sense. I mean, Jesus had a nickname for James and John. He called them the Sons of Thunder. So it would and he's also got a nickname for Simon the Zealot he calls him Z so he doesn't confuse him with the other Simon remember this is before Simon gets gets with the before the other Simon gets to be called Peter that doesn't happen until way way later close to the end of the gospels so that's so i'm going to be using that from now on when from now on if i'm talking about Simon the Zealot i'll call him Z and if we're talking about Simon Peter, I'll just say Simon. Or I might say Simon Peter because, hey, we already know what's going to happen anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, apparently, Mary doesn't have an opinion on Judas, but maybe that'll change once he betrays him. Anyway... So, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha are in the Bible, um... Jesus goes to Lazarus's house in one scene, um, and that's the scene where Martha is doing all the cleaning and Mary just sits there listening to Jesus. So maybe we'll get to see some—I mean, some of that. Maybe we'll get to see that scene somewhere down the road this season, or maybe and maybe we'll get to know Lazarus, Mary, and Martha some more. Um, it's probably going to be a while before Lazarus dies, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I know, spoiler alert, but yes, that does happen in the Bible. That one of Jesus's miracles is that he brings Lazarus back to life. It's a f- foreshadowing of it's a foreshadowing. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Of Jesus's own resurrection. And um so they meet up at the rabbi meeting, and we find out that Jesus was under the instruction of a rabbi and that he wasn't a very good student. Now, I have to take a test of that because Jesus has all the knowledge of God, so how can he be a bad student for a rabbi? But maybe he held back all that knowledge just to see what would happen or maybe that was just to fulfill some some sort of prophecy, I don't know. But it just seems a little strange that Jesus would have not been a good student for a rabbi, especially when we have to take into account what he did at the temple when he was 12 years old, when he amazed all the rabbis with what he did know. So, maybe there's accuracy here, I don't know. But let's but we also meet uh Benjamin, who is Jesus' old teacher. And um we also get to see an impromptu game of catch between Jesus, Lazarus, and some other people there, and Jesus shows us that he may be a good teacher, but he's not that great at playing ball because he doesn't Man, because he kind of messes up a few times. Now, I did see in my message, in my fan group that I'm in, some, the one person objected to this because he thinks that Jesus should have been the best at everything, including this. And one person said, well, maybe this is like Superman holding back his powers when he was growing up so that, he, so that people wouldn't know he had superpowers. Or maybe this is like in The Incredibles when Dash had to hold back his speed so that he couldn't beat everyone at track and field all the time. Who knows? Anyway, um, so either way, I think this was a very funny scene that we shouldn't really pay that much attention to. I think this was just Jonathan Ramey just getting a chance to show off his humor and Jesus is I me mean, and I like the fact that they give chance give Jesus a chance to be funny sometimes because we just we rarely get to see Jesus be funny in the Bible. In fact, we never get to see Jesus be funny in the Bible. So I think giving him a chance to show his humility and his warmth, warm personality is a, good, is a good way to get him to be liked by the audience. And like I said, I really like the way that Jonathan portrays Jesus. He's really good at, doing, at, at the acting. I think he's one of the best actors in the show. Second only to Paris Patel, who plays Matthew and Quintus is a actor as well i think those three so far are my top favorite actors because quintus is such a slimy villain and it's really fun to watch that guy play him anyway um the next thing that happens is we get to see jesus read from the scroll and i liked i mean and it kind of reminded me of how we do how we catholics do our masses um he even introduces the reading that's pretty similar to the way we do. We always tell you where the reading is coming from and then we start the reading and then we finish with the word of the Lord. Um, they didn't have that here but I thought that was a really nice touch. Um, after he does do the reading we, we find one of the prophecies fulfilled the old line about a prophet is not welcome in his own home. And that's precisely what happens here. Um, he reminds the ra- rabbis that when Elijah did miracles he didn't s- just do miracles, that he actually did not do miracles just for the Jews. That he'd actually done miracles to for people that are Gentiles. And this is actually a foreshadowing of what will happen with the apostles in the Acts of the Apostles when they decide to expand their ministry and preach the message to the Gentiles. That doesn't happen in the old in the New Testament before Jesus' death unless you count the Samaritan woman or the, Sin- the Phoenician woman, which we have seen the Samaritan woman in, I think, the first season of the show. I think that was when it happened. So... But we haven't seen the other one. But those are the only Gentiles, the only non-Jewish people that we see him, that we see him get preached to. And the, the rabbis don't like that. I mean, and this is something that's always confused me in the Bible. I mean, it's right there in the Bible that Elijah does this, that Elijah... Has all there's all these people who have leprosy, but the only person that Elijah cures is Nebuchadnezzar, who wasn't well liked by the Jews at all because he was tyrant, because he was tyrannical. I think it's how you pronounce that word. And um, Elijah only doing a miracle for the woman who was about to die. Actually, they didn't have any food or water. They only had enough food or water for. For one more night, and Elijah said that if that if they showed him any hospitality that he would perform a miracle so that they would never run out of food and that's exactly what happens and that is I mean so it kind of makes me wonder why the I mean why the rabbis don't like that reminder of something that actually is in the Bible I think maybe it's because of the fact that They still have a bit of a a prejudice against people who aren't of their faith. And Jesus reminding them that the prophets helped out other people just is kind of a sour note. And he reminds them that he's not there for them. He's there to save the other lost people of Israel. And that really hits their pride. And we know that the Pharisees are not well liked by Jesus, that he calls them... A brooding nest of vipers in the Bible. So, uh, hold it, hold it, there, sorry, hit the wrong app. Oh good, I am still recording. Okay, anyway, sorry folks, Uh, a little technical difficulty there. I mean, so where was I? Oh yeah, so that... I mean, so this sets off the apost- I mean sets off the uh, Pharisees and rabbis, and they ask him by what authority that he has to say all this stuff, and that's where we get the line that a lot of people are upset about the Jesus saying that he is that that he is the law i mean that he has the authority because he is the law of Moses um i 've heard that this is that the reason that some people are objecting is because this is in the Book of Mormon, which is a heretical <coughs> non christian cult um, I could go i mean I have not read that much of the Book of Mormon, nor have I read that much about the Mormon Church in general i 've read enough to know why they 're not considered heretical i 'm not going to get into that here because that 's not where we 're going on. I mean, that's not the topic of today's discussion. So we're not going to discuss that. But I don't think that Dallas Jenkins is doing any kind of heretical thing by saying this. Again, I have not read the Book of Mormon, so I can't point to where the objection is. But Jesus was the fulfillment of the law. So yes, technically, he is the law of Moses. After all, he is the second person in the Holy Trinity, and God gave Moses the laws. So, yes, Jesus, I mean, so, if if it's in the Book of Mormon and in, I mean, I don't know, but again, I don't see the problem here. So, if you can tell me what the problem is, just let me know, but... I, was, I had seen the trailer for this, which is not something I normally do, but I wanted to s- get an idea of where everything was headed this season so I could talk about it when, uh, when it um, comes time. But I didn't do an episode about it here because I really don't see the point of talking about a trailer in a podcast, especially when a trailer is only three minutes long and the episodes are much much longer than that. And then we get and then things get really intense here because this is the scene from the Bible where they were getting ready to stone Jesus because that is the penalty for calling for becoming a heretic. You get stoned to death. And that's what almost happens here. They're they're ready to chase him off a cliff literally. And I really like the way they filmed this scene. They showed Mary's reaction. They showed the tension in her face. I mean, that was very well acted here. Um, And they chase him. And I've always wondered how Jesus pulled this off. And they did it. And they showed it. He just somehow manages to get the crowd to die down. And that allows him to pass right through them. Without them doing anything, because it's not his time yet, this is not what gets him crucified, but this does set the rabbis against him, so this is part so this is planting the seeds for that. Um, this episode was very well done. Um, another neat thing that happens in this episode is even though we don't get to see anything Christmassy, we do get to see a flashback to Jesus' childhood with Joseph. And Joseph says more stuff here than he says in the Bible itself. I just thought I'd make a little joke about that. We, always, we Catholics like to make a joke about the fact that Mary gets to do all the talking in the Bible. But Joseph doesn't get anything. He doesn't say anything. We don't get to hear anything he said or anything he thought. We just see him do what the angel says and that's pretty much it. So it was nice to see Joseph actually saying stuff to Jesus and teaching him things. I'm surprised that none of the people in the fan group had a problem with Jesus being taught by Joseph. They would, I mean, wouldn't he already know this stuff? they think that. So it kind of makes you wonder just what could Joseph actually teach him? And that happens in the movie *The Nativity Story*. By the way, if you want a good Christmas movie to watch, that's a good one to watch. It's, but only if you're someone who's a believer. Um, I think if you're not a believer, you might not get much entertainment out of it. So I'm sorry, but this episode is going to be a bit short because this is all that happens. Um, we still got the full length of episode thanks to that, thanks to the flashback and some other stuff that happened but um, this is going to be a short one because there isn't that much else to talk about other than getting some new characters we got Lazarus, Mary and Martha now so I guess I'm going to have to go ahead and give you guys the theme song for I mean, the closing theme and then I'm going to give you guys a preview of what's going to be talked about next week
1: we in the box. If you understood
0: All right, so that does it for this episode of My Chosen Reviews with Episode 3 Physician Heal Thyself. Um, I did get a. I me mean, I will not be able to tell you what happens in the fourth episode because, well, it hasn't aired yet. So I do know that that is coming next week. Um, I've heard rumors that there may be some more theatrical releases for the season. Um, episode 7 and 8 are supposed to are hinted that they're going to be theatrically released as well. I don't know if that's going to mean that I'm going to have to stop these reviews or not. Um, It might be a situation like with The Messenger, where The Messenger was shown in theaters, but it also eventually made its way onto the app. By the way, The Messenger actually did make a TV appearance on the CW network this Christmas weekend. I didn't watch it because I've already seen The Messenger and I've already got it on my app. So why would I do it? And... I have other Christmas movies that I watch during this time instead. I mean, okay, none of the only one of the Christmas things I watch actually has anything to do with the biblical reason to celebrate because that's the Charlie Brown Christmas, but that's about all I do. Anyway, that's what's going to happen next week. We're going to get, I'm going to continue the discussion. We're at the halfway point, folks. So, this has been the Catholic Spectrum. If you want to find past episodes, you can find them on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Podcast Addict, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can follow me and you can subscribe there as well. And post reviews of my show please give me a five-star review this will really help my channel get my podcast get um notice so I can move up and maybe get further along um I've looked at my analytics and I'm actually surprised at my reach so far anyway um you can follow me on Facebook. I'm Jason there. Um, you can follow me on... My Discord handle is RadicalEdward. Hashtag 75 That's Radical with a capital R. Space. Then Edward with a capital E. And then hashtag 7592. Um, you can follow me on Amino. I'm just... I'm Rock Lobster there. Yes, I'm back on Amino, folks. Um, another and you can also email me at RadicalEdwardJWT at gmail.com next week we continue our discussion of The Chosen With episode 4 and I'm also going to give you guys my annual what happened to me in in the year thing so yes that's still going to happen even with my Chosen reviews so you Chosen fans will have something to skip over just remember, folks, normal is just sitting on the washing machine. We don't get to be normal. See you around.